right, everybody. Welcome back to the Call to Action podcast. Today, we are joined by West Division champion head coach Jason Candle of the Toledo Rockets. Coach Candle, uh, gearing up for Saturday's championship game. Uh, congrats on everything this this season. How are you guys feeling uh, heading into Saturday? Appreciate you guys having me on, first and foremost. Um, you know, obviously, you know, this is a something that you talk about back in January when you get your team together for the first time and, you know, you, you consistently preach a message and talk about with amongst your leadership of your team and the guys in your locker room about being in, in position and play meaningful games at the end of November and early December. And here we are in week 14 of the college football season and we're one of the few teams that have the opportunity to play a game this weekend and, you know, one that we've put a lot of time and energy into this year to, to try to get to this point. Um, so we're super excited about it, you know, really excited to, to be at the venue that, it, that the game is in. And, you know, obviously Ford Field being 45, 50 minutes away from our campus is a, is a really exciting thing. And, you know, hopefully our, our Rocket Faithful shows up and is loud. And we paint that stadium midnight blue and gold for sure. What, you know, what's gotten you to this point? I mean, it's a pretty general question, but, uh, you know, why are you in the position that you're in playing for a title? Yeah, I mean, I think some battle-tested players, um, some you know, that have dealt with a lot of different styles of adversity throughout the course of the season, you know, go all the way back to preseason camp, you know, losing two starters on the offensive line and back-to-back -back days of practice and, you know, uh, starting center Tyler Long, who I thought would, would have a fantastic year. He's out for the season. You know, you lose Terrence Taylor for the season. You lose Dan Bolden for the season on the opening drive of the very first game. Um, you know, I think a lot of guys have had to step up and take, you know, roles that maybe that they didn't think they were going to have to embrace coming out of preseason camp and throughout the season. So, um, you know, I think a battle-tested group that's had to deal with some adversities and have really handled uh, the response to those adverse times and paid a lot of attention to the response of it rather than maybe the reaction to it. And I think there's a difference. Um, and like I said, I really appreciate our kids and really appreciate our guys that are in that locker room for being able to, to do that. Um, you know, and you, you take the adversities all the way to now in the last couple of weeks being, you know, having the injuries at quarterback and being able to, you know, battle through that and fight through that and, you know, still putting ourselves in position to, to win football games in the fourth quarter. And you know, some of them we've been able to accomplish and get done and others we haven't. But, you know, our, our kids have, have always, you know, looked adversity in the eye and stood in the middle of the ring and took the punches. And, um, you know, here we are with another opportunity to come out swinging. And, and like I said, one we're really looking forward to. Now, you mentioned Ford Field. What is so special about coming up to Detroit and playing in the NFL caliber facility for you guys? Well, I mean, obviously that, you know, we, any young person that plays the game of football, obviously, you know, that's ultimately their goal to someday get to that point in time and to be able to experience that and have a taste of that is, you know, I think a, a really cool thing, you know, um, a neutral site to play an opponent is, is something that, you know, we don't get to do, you know, unless it isn't a championship game, you know, some, some SEC school, SEC schools, or, you know, some of those guys get to play in kickoff classic type games, but you know, that, that, that opportunity is not afforded to our, to our young men. So to be able to play in a neutral site in an NFL stadium, and, and again, one is very close to our campus here. I think it's a, you know, it's an awesome opportunity, a very unique experience for them. Now coach, this has nothing to do with Ford field or playing there. We obviously know it's a great venue, great partner, but as someone that played, you played at Mount union, you personally, you like playing in the elements. Or do you like having a controlled environment? It has nothing to do with Ford Field, right? But would you rather have a game where you have a, a controlled environment or where you have to, your, your guys have to get out there and face the elements, which, which they're used to? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think, obviously, if my perspective is standing there on the sideline and calling the game, I, I'd much rather it be sunny and 70 or, or <laughs> you know, or, uh, 
weather we're going to have in there on Saturday afternoon. But um, I think part of me, you said mentioned playing at Mount Union back then. We had to scrape the snow off the, the game field to practice and, and no wet grass and your feet. There's a, there's a small percentage chance that you're going to get frostbite on one of your toes at some point in time. Um, so, I, so kind of me selfishly, maybe I think somebody should always have to go through that experience that I had to go to go sure. through, but, um, if that's fair or not, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think football is, uh, you know, meant to be played on Saturdays and in the elements and, you know, and, uh, I am kind of good with either one, I guess is probably the generic way of saying it, but, uh, I've experienced both. I've got an appreciation for both. Sure. Sure. Yeah. So with it being cold and rainy in Detroit on Saturday, you're pretty excited to be yeah. indoors. So you're not. Yeah, we'll play it. inside on Saturday if that's okay with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about any some good, oh, any go ahead, good Detroit places to you guys are going to stop by and eat at or. No, we, we, we will handle all our stuff here on campus and then head up and, you know, go over and see the field and then just get to the hotel and uh, have our normal, you know, pregame routine from what the night before the game looks like and then obviously with it being a new kickoff get up get some food in us and have a couple meetings and go play the game so you know it's very uh schedule wise it kind of matches up and kind of fits just like maybe you know like a normal home game would in in our league that's nice yeah throw you guys off too much yeah coach you were able to get the title uh 2017 right yeah 2017 i mean just who do you got to count on? Uh, who, who, what do you need to do? Ohio has been on a roll lately. Um, you know, winners of their last seven straight games. Uh, you know, um, I know they're down without, uh, who was just named today, our player of the year, but you know, what do you, what do you have to do? What, what does, what challenges does Ohio present to your squad? Oh, I mean, they have played exceptional down the stretch, as you know. Um, they've played really good defense in the, in the conference games. Um, they've played very efficient offensively in the conference games. Um, you know, obviously losing the quarterback is not something anybody wants to go through. And, you know, he's even, even as a competitor, something that, you know, I don't want to see a young man have to go through that, um, you know. But, you know, C.J. Harris has come in and done a good job and played very well for the other night for him and done a good job there. And, I don't think that's too terribly different, you know, at quarterback, their plan is pretty much similar to what, you know, what it was with, with uh, Rourke playing. Um, you know, I got a lot of respect for the coaches there. You know, Scott Isferding, the offensive coordinator, used to work with me here at Toledo, know him very well, consider him one of the, one of our, one of the friends I have in coaching, you know, Tim has done an unbelievable job getting that program flipped around from, from last year and in a short amount of time. And, you know, I think, ever I have an appreciation for people that do it the right way. And I know those guys do do it the right way. Um, you know, so it's, it's one of those teams that's, that you root for um, and every other weekend that's, that you're not playing them, you know, and unfortunately this weekend we are playing them. We're not rooting for them, we're rooting for the Rockets. Uh, Rockets got to do a good job taking care of the football, you know, because Ohio's done a really good job of winning the turnover battle throughout the course of the season. We've got to put a lot of time and energy into winning situational football, doing good, a good job on third down and scoring touchdowns down in the red zone. So um, I don't think it's some superhuman plan. I think our guys got to, you know, you, you rely on the fundamental principles you've been teaching back since January. And, you know, the captains have done a good job carrying that message through the locker room and their leadership of our team has, has been very sound all year long. So um, business as usual from that standpoint of things. And I think the keys of the game still remain the same that they always are for us. Take care of the ball and being good on situational, situational stuff. And I know you mentioned the Rocket Faithful earlier. Um, once again, with the game being in Detroit, what is your message for Rocket fans and Toledo area residents? Yeah, I mean, I think that we have a unique opportunity. You know, we we have a, a market that a lot of schools in our league 
you know, does not have, um, you know, we, we have a city here that we, we like, we link up with and lock arms with an awful lot as it pertains to, you know, a lot of things that we do, um, you know, and this is one of those opportunities that we're, our, our team can be the window of what our city is. And there's so many good things going on in our city and, you know, Toledo's on the, on the up and up and, and moving in the right direction. And, you know, hopefully we can, we can, like I said, pack Ford field, paint that thing midnight blue and gold and be a great representation and a, in a, in a great sense of energy of what the city of Toledo is doing. So um, yeah, we want to represent them in a first class way and we'd love to do it and get a championship with everybody there together. Coach, one thing we always try to do on here is, and and we talked actually to Coach Albin yesterday, you know, everyone sees you or student athletes as just like football players, football coaches. We like to get a little bit beyond that and just what, you know, you're, you're obviously more than that. Your student athletes are more than that. You're like, so what, what's something that people don't necessarily know about Coach Candle off the field? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Interests? I mean, I know, I know one off the bat. I mean, you're, you're a golf guy. You're a yeah. big golf guy. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I do like to play a little bit of golf once in a while. Um, what's your you favorite know, Toledo course? Ooh, now you're going to get me in trouble because whatever, when I don't say this is, you know, this game, you know, this is bad. <laughs> Maybe give me a top three then top three doesn't, doesn't have to be in order. Just top three in the area. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think obviously for, uh, for different reasons, um, you know, there's a lot of great opportunities here. I think a lot of clubs in town are, have very unique experiences. Um, obviously Inverness is a, is a top 35 course in the country for the golf piece of it. It's a golf club. Um, there's other country clubs that have a great social environment. Stone Oak country club is phenomenal when it comes to that. Um, Sylvania country club is phenomenal for that. Toledo country club has great people. Um, and it's got a little bit of a historic feel to it from that standpoint of things. Um, you know, there's so many good places that you can that you can go play. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, we're 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 time sensitive here when it comes to the months that you're able to get out when it comes to the weather in northwest Ohio, as we talked about. But uh, so many great opportunities there. And that's certainly something that I enjoy to do. I unfortunately have a as it pertains to that, I have a profession that doesn't allow for very much of that. Um, and I have three young kids under the age of five. So I think I'd start there. You know what the interests are is spending time with them the best I can and and doing a good job making sure that, that those those little three rugrats have a, a father figure that's present in their life and trying to teach them what it looks like to, to do things the right way. Um, you know, I'm a diehard Boston Red Sox fan and, you know, pay attention to that. You know, don't like anybody that wears that Bronx colors and the, the Yankees <laughs> and uh, fight that battle to the day I die. So, yeah, you know, family man who likes to play a little bit of golf, who loves the Red Sox and passionate about football. That's me. See that common, common men right there. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Right. Where, where is the one course, not Toledo? Where's one place you would love? I mean, if you could pick anywhere, where would you love to play? Uh, well, obviously Augusta national, I think would be my right. number one, um, you know, history when it comes to the history of sports. I think that's, that's the Mecca, you know, um, you know, so much respect, admiration of what the, how that place has been able to maintain the nostalgia throughout these years. And, you know, it's part of the reason why I'm a big Red Sox fan. If you go to Fenway Park one time, it's like, man, it's just an eye-opening experience that you never recover from. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd probably pick Augusta. Didn't know if you were going to go, like, say, Ireland or something. You know, yeah, some I, mean, I think that would be really cool, too. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, Different, you know, obviously, right? St. Andrews, those type of places. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you mentioned your family 
Um, what's the best family restaurant to take your kids to in Toledo? Best family restaurant. I was going to say, forget Stubborn Brother and Campus Pie Eyes. I know you do your coaches shows there, yeah. but now we're talking yeah. family restaurant. Um, so I'm a, I'm a steak guy. I think uh, obviously Mancy's, um, you know, is, is really special. I think that family is a, is a great family that has done so much for our community here in the, in the city of Toledo and impacts in so many different ways that are, that are unseen by the public. Um, I'm a big fan of Rockwell's as well. You know, downtown, I actually lived in that building when I was a young assistant coach here, which, uh, you know, the, the Apple family who owns that building is, 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 is a first class family. And, you know, obviously the product there, I think, is really, really good. And, you know, but there's so many things that are new in Toledo. There's so many new things, new places to try that um, some places I would give you names that I haven't even walked through the doors yet that everybody's raving about now. And I think that's what's really cool about what's going on in Toledo. Everything is, is moving in the right direction and shaking so fast that, you know, when you bury your head in, a, in an office and a playbook for, you know, 17, 18 straight weeks of the year, you don't get a chance to get out very much. And uh, some places like that, I'm looking forward to getting to here in the spring. Coach, all right. This one just popped in my head. It's probably a really silly question, but all right. Dealing with uh, about what, how many guys are in the locker room? 80? Okay. 13. Yeah. Okay. So dealing 113 guys in the locker room or your wife leaves and dealing with your three kids alone. What's, cool. more, what's more hectic situation? <laughs> um, man, uh, I, I think, you know, I don't know. I might have to say my three kids under the age of five is a little bit more hectic. I, mean, for me. Yeah, I think I'm a little more seasoned and, and uh, you know, a little more experienced with the other. Um, I hate to say that, but uh, yeah, I, so I have two under, under seven. And I had well, to, as you know, they have the uncanny ability at some point in time to navigate their way through the they, They're scared of the dark, but at night they sometimes can navigate their way oh, through yeah. the house to find your bed. Just fine. I don't know how <laughs> in the daytime when adults are up and moving, how they're scared of the dark, but at night, somehow they, they find yeah. a way somehow. So night, night vision turns on. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. It's, it's uh it's a lot, you know, when you, they, they take over, especially three under five, that's gotta be, that's, that's, that's something. Little, yeah. There yeah, is, it's fun. To, it's fun to go through it though. You yeah, mentioned okay. Toledo's on the up and up though. I mean, the Toledo zoo, great place to take them for two hours. And then they're like, all right, what's next? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh that, that's like the day that you, you moved to Lucas County. That's the first thing you do. Like you have kids, you live in Lucas County, you go buy a, a, a pass to the zoo immediately. Um, but you're right. What a fantastic place. And, you know, one of the hidden gems in our city, obviously, that, that you can get to. And, you know, obviously the Christmas thing that they have going on there, that's, that's an impressive feat that they put on for the, you know, the best, zoo lights. One of the and, best in the world. Yeah. So cool. So, and the well, kids love it. Well, Norman, even that three kids under the age of five at a zoo, that's, that's got a lot of stressors involved too. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care where you go. That's, that's a different story right there. Yeah. So. That's a, that's like yeah, taking the animals to the zoo. <laughs> interesting <laughs> well coach just last thing just what what do you personally um you know being able to play for a championship game for a title again and go into four field i know we always highlight it but are there any little things just like when you arrive to the stadium or um even checking into the hotel like that you say like hey you know we're here is there any type of thing where you make that bus trip or anything that really you look forward to that might be not anything that people really notice? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, not, not particularly. I think that, you know, you, you know, 
uh, again, for me, we're very process driven. We're very process oriented, and you know, you know, more response rather than reactionary thinking around here. In the sense that, you know, we've we've set out on this journey a long time ago and expected to to play well through a season and expected to be in this point in time. And you know, we didn't just say that. You know, we just didn't put a couple sayings on the wall and hope that that came true. Um, you know, we weren't picked to be here. You know, we were picked by many to be third in our side of the league or second in our side of the league, and. Um, you know, we we've kind of had an educated plan here on what it was going to take early on in the season to put ourselves out in front and get ourselves in the, in the you know, out in the, in the lead in the, in the conference race. And to be able to solidify that and get here is is a validation for a lot of hard work and energy that has been put in by these kids. Um, but, you know, there's still more work to be done. And I think the, you know, the, the process still remains the same. Got to go win and get this get this win and send this senior class out with a ring on their finger. I think that would be. You know, to me, that's the definition of coaching. That's the reason why you do it, to watch young people be able to achieve their dreams and, and watch them um, watch all their hard work come to light. And, uh, you know, I think my time, energy and focus is really not really much spent on what I have to do prior to the game. Or it's, it's it, every decision that's made is at the forefront of those kids and making sure that they have that opportunity to, to you know, to experience that moment that that team in 2017 did. Yeah. The, the only reason I asked that is Charlie Coles, who was a, great basketball coach in our conference at Miami. I asked him that question um, years and years ago about what he liked best about going to our basketball tournament. And he said when he got his hotel key, because not everyone got that hotel key and that he, when he got that hotel key, when he came to Cleveland, that that meant that he, you know, completed the task of getting here. Now he said the worst thing was when they take your hotel key away, but that's what <laughs> he was asked that, that question to coaches, because there might be something little that you just, I mean, we're all fans of the game. We all grew up enjoying the game and and you know being a part of it and i just always ask that because maybe there's something little that you're just like hey you know this is this is cool even it, it never gets old right so yeah uh, that's that's always stuck with me and answered that yeah uh, that, no, that's that, an awesome story yeah. me, my, my, me getting my hotel key means i may actually get a chance to take to sleep especially <laughs> <laughs> the three Love kids it. under the age of five i actually get a chance <laughs> to sleep mine's a little bit different yeah, yeah, no uh, but, doubt. But no, I think, yeah, I mean, I think obviously when the when the buses pull up to any venue that you're going to play, I mean, obviously it's a, you know, you you do take a moment and you do appreciate the time and energy and effort spent by everybody to get yourself even to that position, even if it's a even if it's a regular season game or if it's a non-conference game. I mean, you know, we're in a holiday season here. We go through Thanksgiving, practicing football on Thanksgiving. We're getting into Christmas here, and you know, our our kids and our team, they've got. They've got almost $800 of toys sitting in here in a meeting room here that they've gathered together for a toy drive here in town. I mean, they're trying to do things. They're they're doing things that are are bigger than football. They're, they're trying to give more than they take. They're trying to leave Toledo a better place than what they found it. And, and we ask them to do all these things. We we certainly would like to reward them with the championship. So um, I think that's what I really appreciate about our program. I really appreciate about our team, our kids, is they, they really understand what it takes to be a complete man. And, and obviously when – we're in a time sensitive situation here in the sense that these cleats are going to come off someday and we're ultimately going to be defined who we are as people, um, not necessarily football players, but uh, on your journey to being a great man someday, it'd be cool to have a championship ring on your finger. Yeah. Awesome. Well, coach, we appreciate you taking the time during uh, championship week as you prepare, prepare for uh, the title game on Saturday, you know, we'll, we'll see you up there and best of luck to you and your squad. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thanks for everything you guys do for our conference and for college football. Go Rockets.
Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, including sports, concerts, and theater shows on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is also a proud partner of the Mac. Think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. All right. We just talked to Coach Candle. Now we're going to welcome in Deontay Johnson and Desmond Johnson from the Toledo Rockets. How are you guys doing? And are you guys looking forward to Saturday? Uh, we're doing good. we most definitely looking forward to Saturday, for sure. Yeah, big game. What What are you, first thing off is just, what are you most excited about? Obviously playing for a title, that goes without saying. But what are you, you're, you're two Detroit guys, right? I mean, you Right. Yeah. That's correct. Right. So coming coming back to, to home um, and, and playing a four field, just what does that mean to you guys outside of playing for Mac title? Um, like you said, I'm definitely excited just to get back in front of my hometown. Uh, I got a lot of family and friends coming out uh, to see us play. Uh, so that's definitely a big part of it. And just, you know, finally making it to that big stage that, you know, we've been working for. So just just means a lot for sure. Yeah, and going off what uh, Deontay just said, just like give one more opportunity to play in front of our hometown, let everybody else come and just see us all work together as a team. So that's that's gonna be ex- very exciting. And and just what? Why are you guys in this situation? Why are you why are you guys playing for the MAC title? What has worked for you guys this season, um, and, and put you in the position to to be playing for um, the title on Saturday? Um, I'll say just personally, like just just us being together uh, throughout all the ups and downs that we've been through this season. That was kind of like a like a main point that we focused on, like this offseason, just being together uh, throughout everything we go through. Uh, like in the past, it hasn't been the same as far as like the camaraderie we have with each other. Uh, just like I said, sticking together, sticking by each other's sides, like throughout the ups and downs. So I say that's just the difference on like what separates us on why we why, why we're here. So. Yeah, like as a team, I just feel like we have uh, weathered the storm pretty good. So we just got to have to finish strong. Yeah, and now you're both two Detroit guys. Where should we – I know your guys' <laughs> schedule is pretty tight, but where should we go as we're there to go get some food? Uh, where the spots? A lot. What kind of food do you like? Right, it depends on what you like. I mean, anything. I know I want to go to Mom's Spaghetti. I'm a huge – I love M&M. Okay. And I feel like now it's like a Detroit staple-ish. But, I mean, give me anything. Give us – we love bar food. They got Well, you got Bucharest. You got, like, you got sweet water. They got really mm-hmm. good wings, fries. Um, you got uh, spud heads. I don't know if you're into, like, like loaded potatoes and stuff like that, but they do that type of stuff. Yeah, Coney um, Island hits too down there. Coney Island, it's a lot of Coney Islands just for like your everyday food, really. Yeah, for real. And it's it's a lot of options though, really. There's the two places, right? The two Coney places. Which which one's better? Aren't they side by side? Well, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of Coney yeah. Islands in Detroit. There's one like there's one like right downtown where there's two places like next to each other. Yeah, I know. So I know that that might not be the one you want to go to. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that might not be the one you want to go to. It's 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 some other ones like more in the more in the uh, rural areas yeah. of Detroit that uh, that they'll get you right. We're sure. right downtown, man. We're we're in it. We're yeah. we're right we're right there right with you guys so we're we're not trying to venture out we want to know what's right down. <laughs> I got you. We're gonna put a call in for somebody who get you some food. Yeah, <laughs> we're ready. No, we're we're excited as excited as you guys are to to go to the game. It's always um, 
you know, it's, it's a great week. I asked coach candle this and I know you guys are playing indoors and I know you're from Michigan and used to playing in the weather, but when it comes to player, would you, would, is, is football meant to be played outdoors or do you like having a controlled environment, you know, outside today it's, it's pouring, it's cold when it comes to that, or do you not care about the weather? Um, I, I only care about the weather when it gets cold. <laughs> I'll say that. So, like, when it comes to that time of the year, I definitely prefer to be indoors for sure. Yeah. So, but uh, besides that, I'm not really – it doesn't really it bother me. So, yeah. No, I, I agree. I, I'm an indoors person in the winter. You can't you can't get me outside. I have a dog, and I'm like, can't I just teach him to go to the bathroom in the house for, like, four, five-ish months? Because of Ohio weather, yeah. Mm-hmm. I only I only ask because you know some people are like, hey, I play football my whole life. Like, yeah, I know it's a great thing, and we're great partners with Ford Field. But I'm just asking, you know, something. Definitely want to play Ford Field. Want to play Ford Field. <laughs> yeah. But with that question though, are you guys like wearing the like Under Armour? Are you guys going like bare skin when it's cold outside on your arms mm-hmm. and your legs and just toughening it up and? What you, what you I throw that Vaseline on and just yeah. keep keep it pushing for real. Yeah. Throw a little bit of Vaseline on and just be out there thugging it through. Yeah, the Vaseline definitely take you a long way for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm like, these people are crazy. But the heater, the heaters on the sideline does a great job. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. heaters on the sideline does a yeah. great job. All right. And we just got these heated benches too. So this yeah. this season we ain't been too cold. I mean, we ain't been too cold. First thing I do come sit on that bench. I'll be Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's so happy. <laughs> Nobody go ahead. Um, and so just tell me also a little bit about the Rocket fans. I mean, you mentioned in the area that are you're from Detroit, so you have fans coming from there, but just the Rocket fans being able to travel from Toledo. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's even bigger for them. Uh just like you said, it's not too far, like about a, about an hour up the freeway. So it's even bigger for them to just to continue to show that love that they've been showing all season. So, you know, we're grateful to have the fans that we have for sure these past few years. So they've really been having our back throughout the ups and downs for sure. Yes, yeah, very loyal fans too as well. Deontay, I feel like we just saw you. I mean, it's crazy how football season flies by. Uh, you know, when we had our media preview here in Cleveland yeah. and and just talking about the upcoming season. I mean, what what moments or what are some of your top moments of the year that you look back on personally or just as a team uh, from this past year as you kind of you have one more thing and the biggest thing left to play for. But what are some like standout things or maybe some uh, times in the season where you're like, yeah, you know, this, this team is well, we're going to be playing for a MAC title. Are, are there any certain moments that stick out or games that stick out for you or, and, and both of you really um, as you look back at, at with one to go? Yeah, I'd say definitely that that Eastern Michigan game and Kent. also that yeah Kent too Kent State as well. Uh, as y'all know, we was down bad, yeah. down bad going into that half. And like I said, just to see everybody stay together throughout that and just respond, uh, that just that kind of let me know right there, like you know, this is gonna be a good season for us. Uh, so like that that those two games were definitely some big wins that I that kind of shed a light on that for sure. 
And and Jeremy asked this to Coach Candle too, but obviously when you clinched, you're like, okay, now we're going to the title game. But when you get there, what moment really makes it feel real? Is it the moment you step on the field? Is it the moment that you get to the hotel? Is it the bus driving up? Uh, For me, I feel like it's the like, it's the first play. It's always the first play, no matter the game. Like everything, like just seeing, like wow, like going into fourth field, you're gonna be like, you know, in the like environment, you're just gonna be still, like wow, we really here. But when they say hi, and the, you know, everybody here, you're like, all right, now let's lock in, or let's yeah. let's get this ring. But at the same time, like it all feel great. But that first play is gonna always be the one that you know gather everybody in. Mm-hmm. You agree, yeah. Deontay? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I didn't know if there's something even from, I know we keep going back to it about you guys being Detroit guys, but even just as small as walking down that tunnel, you know, with, with your uniforms on, you know, like this is a place that's in your hometown and you're, and you're getting to play for the biggest prize in the Mac and being able, whether it's in the locker room or coming down that tunnel that all these other guys have come down for in, in the NFL, or, you know, even just that bus pulling up and getting off that bus and, and going to do all those things afterwards. Um, yeah, that's why we just asked. There's all, there's always things, right? There's, there's the plays and there's the snapping of the ball and, and the, that first play and that first hit. But there's, I think a lot of people sometimes take for granted, not, not the, the guys playing the game, but the fans playing the game of like the little things that might get you guys hyped prior mm-hmm. to doing that. Like as small as like walking down a tunnel. And that's, I mean, that's yeah, why definitely. we asked that question, you know, yeah. is and, there anything like that, that you're, as I put that out there, is there anything that you're like, Oh, well, yeah. Now that I think about that, that'd be kind of, that's going to be kind of cool. Yeah. That, like definitely what you said, definitely walking out that tunnel, that, that definitely gets my, you know, my chills running, my my blood flowing, uh, walking into that field before that. And then uh, for me, it's kind of different, though, doing a coin toss, too, as well. That that uh, that kind of sets the tone as well, because we always like to uh, start on defense. So once we hear that kickoff is up, we know defense coming. So, like, the juices kind of get going from right there. Pressure. So, yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and um, we also, Deontay, as you know, we like to get to know you guys a little bit further with this podcast. So tell me a little bit about you guys off the field. What are you guys, what are you guys doing off the field? Uh, a lot of video games, yeah. a lot of video games. If we're not playing a game, uh, we might go bowling here or there. Uh, we might catch a movie, something like that. But for the most part, we've been on a game most of the time. What's the bowling alley you guys go to in Toledo? Some It's called Bolero, Bo- Bolero. I'm not really On Monroe Street? Yeah, yeah, right okay. there. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like we might have to make a stop on the way to Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I took I, one year I took one year of bowling in college. I'm I'm ready. That's the last time I probably bowled, but you know. Might be a little rusty. You had, had to, to get that one bunkers. credit. You gotta get that one credit sometimes, you know. Oh yeah, I feel you, I feel you. <laughs> those are those were the good old days. I bowled yeah. the bumpers. One oh, nice. <laughs> the break of it's okay. We, we start with somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Hey, I still end up with a gutter ball too, and that's the that's the I worst know. part. <laughs> yeah, gutter with the bumpers up. Yeah, that's, bad. <laughs> that's bad. That's not great. Yeah, bowling not. with your eyes closed. Yeah, bowling is not my strength. That is for sure. Uh, what, what video what are you, games are you guys oh. playing too right now? 
What's the go-to? Uh, you, you, you go for I play all of them, yeah. for real. I mostly – I like to carry. That's my favorite position. So, like, whenever everybody else not doing a part on the, you know, in the game, I just pick pick up they slack. Like, in uh, Call of Duty, I, I get, like, around, like, 45 to 50 kills in every game. <laughs> every game. I beat them in Madden. We play whatever, for real. Warzone, God of War, everything. Don't don't yeah. don't let them hype y'all head up. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, yeah, like he said, we we pretty much play every game like Call of Duty, uh, Madden, 2K, uh, pretty much whatever game you guys can think of. So those those are main ones for sure that we've been playing re- most recently. I've been playing a lot lately. I got my I got my five year old Nintendo Switch. I've been playing Mario like a madman. I, I mean, Mario. Mario. <laughs> yeah, Mario, uh, Mario three D World. Oh man, it's awesome. I I yeah, haven't yeah. played video games in a long time, and now he wants to play. I'm like, yeah, you know, I even bought a separate controller for myself. I'm I'm so I'm so in. It's been a long time since I probably college since I played video games, and now I'm, yeah, I'm back. Yeah, Mario gets competitive for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. My son, he's he's five, and he's kicking me out of the way for coins. And he's saying, you know, don't, don't, don't get the coins or don't get the mushroom, anything. He's he's pushing me away. In that game, you pick up each other. He picks me up. He throws me off the off the board. Yeah, he's very competitive. So I got my work cut out for him. Sound like probably a future football player. Those competitive juices. What what do you guys back back to football? And probably one of our last questions, less Norman to have it. What what do you guys have to ultimately do? Um, Ohio has had. Uh, a really solid year this year. Uh, they've won seven straight, I believe, coming into this game. Uh, you know, what what do you guys have to do as a team? What have you talked about to to come away with the win? And uh, you know, your game plan coming in against them. What what do you guys have to do? Well, I believe we're just gonna have to uh, start off. We're gonna have to like stick to our game plan. Like at the end of the day, like yeah, they did come off a couple wins, but. They still haven't like we. This is gonna be our first time playing them, and this is gonna be their first time playing us. So we know we got a lot of film to go back and break down. Uh, we know what what's their weak points and what their strength, and how we gonna adjust to that. And so I feel like honestly, like, we just gonna have to stick to our game plan as a team and stay together. And it's gonna be one for the long ride for real. What about you? Uh, Sam, just a piggyback off he said. Uh, like I said, just kind of play to our game plan as most as possible. Stay together. Uh, just fix whatever mistakes we make uh, going into the game or going throughout the game. Just, like I said, just staying together throughout any ups and downs that, you know, we go through throughout that. So, for sure, that should take care of Yeah. And now you mentioned staying together and stuff like that. Tell me a little bit about the team culture, um, just overall. Obviously, it's competitive if you're out here playing video games and stuff, but just um, give me a little bit of a glimpse inside the Toledo locker room and what that's like. Uh, It's it's competitive, really. Like I say, like everything we do, you know, we trying to uh, trying to get better, Mm -hmm. uh, like on the field, off the field. Like somebody can be we can be shooting a paper towel into the trash can. Like if you miss it, somebody might next to you might try to pick it up and shoot it. So uh, we we always trying to get each other better, really. and like I said, just a, just a camaraderie, just a just the love we got from one another. Uh, I say that that as a part of it too. So it's all love, really. And I, and I feel like that uh, competitive nature just turned us more into like a family too, as well. So like when we going through them ups and downs as a team, like I know like I know like when I go through hard times, I can count on him. When he go through hard times, he can count on me. So just like spreading that through the 
the whole team that we everybody that can uh, kind of like uh, count on each other. Like that's gonna pull us all in together, no matter what, for real. Yeah, that's, yeah. Hearing that's probably a big reason why you guys are in the position you are. So, um, no, we we uh, appreciate your time today, uh, getting with us for a little bit, and really look forward to seeing you guys. We'll we'll be up there. We go head up there tomorrow, but we'll see you guys on Friday. And uh, you know, best of luck to you and your teammates as you, as you go for uh, a ring on on Saturday. Yeah, I appreciate luck. it, sir. Thank you, thank you, guys. I'm with